Of course, no one knows what, what's ahead here, but things do seem to be getting on track. And most of our distributors are expecting to see their businesses continue to increase in the coming months. Welcome to the Surface and Panel Podcast, your digital symposium. On today's episode, we have a conversation with Kevin Gammonley and Patrick Adams. Today's episode is sponsored by Uniboard. Uniboard, redefining wood. We're live with uh, Kevin Gammonley, MBMDA. Uh, first, I have to say before anything, Kevin, that is the most appropriate, beautiful backdrop of any podcast interviewee we've had. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, yeah, I figured it would be relevant for uh, our industry. Was it was it a was it a choice between that and the Statue of Liberty in the background, or is that a real legit backdrop? That is legit, real wood. <laughs> and where did it come from? Uh, it was out on a, a dock in our lake for many years, so it's nice and um, you know kind of sun rotted and has some great look to it. So they were getting rid of it, and I asked them if I could take the wood, and my brother's a carpenter, and he put it on the wall. I love it. That's that's fantastic. It's uh, it's a good introduction to our industry and uh, and your great association. So uh, just uh, for those of uh, the, the the few people, the two people in the whole industry that are living under a stone, um, <laughs> tell us uh, tell us a little bit about MBMDA and uh, what you do for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know it's a hard acronym, uh, but it is the North American Building Material Distribution Association. And we're a traditional trade association, so we have corporate membership, and our distributor, our members are wholesale distributors that are serving our channel. Uh, the suppliers that sell through them could be uh, manufacturers or importers. And our third category of membership is um, service provider companies that provide products and services that help distributors run their businesses. Yeah, great. And uh, and how long uh, have you been around with them? I've been with them a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Actually, over 25 years as their executive director. Uh, but the association has kind of morphed and changed over the years. Uh, when I started, um, the types of distributors that were our members were primarily handling external building products, uh, roofing, siding, insulation, decking, ceilings, things like that. Um, and then over the years, uh, our board of directors, uh, we just made some strategic decisions to continue to kind of define our target audience and narrow our focus. And uh, probably about 10 or 12 years ago, we really shifted towards focusing on distributors that handle um, industrial wood panels, decorative surfaces, um, cabinet hardware, stains and finishes, uh, and kind of related woodworking supplies, uh, whose, those distributors' customers tend to be cabinet shops, architectural woodworkers, um, fabricators, countertop fabricators, uh, store fixture manufacturers. Um, so that's kind of our target audience. Um, and yeah, yeah. that's kind of the space we play in now. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, so, I mean, obviously, the, the, how old is the association? association is now 67 years old yeah so as, as you said it's gone through you know some changes as the industry has i i mean i 
I kind of joke that, you know, on on one side of our industry, is, at least on the home building side, you know, the biggest advancement in 100 years is just the pneumatic nailer. And other than that, everything else remains pretty much the same. But um, as you talk about, you're absolutely correct that um, kind of the the surrounding product categories that, that help build, you know, today's modern house have changed quite a bit. Um, so obviously your uh, your distributors have had to change quite a bit. How 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 do you you know what are some of the first things that come to mind when when you think about how you know distribution has changed and evolved in the marketplace? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a, a lot of it obviously depends on who the distributor you know ultimately decides they want to serve. And so, as we saw, you know, some very vibrant and growing distributors out there that were serving, you know, the audience of cabinet chops and woodworkers, kitchen and bath dealers, um, and continuing to kind of expand with new and exciting products in that space, you know, that really, you know, told us that this was a a kind of a category, a specific channel, you know, that we could build and kind of grow the association around. Um, and it's proven to be highly effective. Um, you know, our, there are certainly differences within our distributors. They all have a little bit different uh, product mix. Uh, they're actually dealing with different suppliers. Uh, some of them, you know, focus, you know, more in, um, you know, um, home building, remodeling. Some are more focused on commercial applications. Most of them have some mix of that. Uh, but are attempting to grow, you know, different segments to diversify their business. And that's where the association can really help because uh, they can connect with other companies that are further along in serving those segments. Uh, they can connect with the suppliers that serve, you know, those different segments and really, you know, kind of evaluate um, as they strategically determine where they want to take their company. Um, you know, there's a good mixture of different types of companies within our member network. Right. Now, you know, in a, in a lot of industries, and, and this certainly is one of them as well, the, the supply chain and, dis, you know, distributors in particular, um, you know, have changed a bit. You know, I, I mean, you know, 50, 75 years ago, uh, the, the supply chain was absolutely critical, you know, to the success downstream, right? Because you, you just couldn't get materials readily deployed in a timely accurate manner without those middlemen um, certain industries you know you you see experimenting with a, a direct from manufacturer model um, and and even within our own industry i've heard you know different speakers hypothesize about uh you know the amazons of the world moving into you know our industry and and just uh bypassing that whole middle segment of the supply chain um what what do you think about that and what do you think about you know the future of our industry and its reliance on distributors yeah it's um since since day one when i started in this role uh we have heard nothing about about you know uh, tales about the end of distribution, uh, disintermediation, how the middleman is going to be cut out. Um, and, um, you know, that's just been a lot of kind of fear mongering that we've heard from consultants and other, you know, assumed experts. And none of that has occurred. 
But of course, yeah, the distributor absolutely has had to change and kind of morph over the years to continue to provide, you know, added value to the customers and to their manufacturer partners. Um, and certainly the, um, just the model is much different. There's a lot of hybrid companies out there doing a lot of different things. Uh, when I started, it was very easy to identify a manu- manufacturer versus a distributor. <laughs> now those lines are extremely blurred. Right. Uh, you know, distributors are doing some manufacturing of their own. Uh, you know, they have private label programs. Uh, they're importing products. Um, they're doing a variety of different kind of um, added value services for their customers. Um, that sometimes makes it hard to initially, um, you know, see what are you. And so um, when we are evaluating like a prospective new distributor that's going to join the association, simply going to their website isn't enough as it used to be to determine if they meet our qualifications. And so we ultimately just have to have a conversation with their principal, ask them some questions uh, to really understand how they do business and uh, the associations had to be flexible and kind of change some of our kind of rules over the years as far as how we define a distributor just to keep up with how things are changing in the marketplace. This episode is sponsored by Uniboard. Uniboard, the North American leader in the design and manufacture of particle board, MDF, and decorative composite wood panels. Uniboard is renowned for having one of the most extensive product portfolios of engineered wood products in North America, ranging from deep embossed and synchronized TFL textures to ultralight MDF. Uniboard's products are sold to retailers, distributors, and finished goods manufacturers, which cater to the kitchen cabinet, furniture, office, home renovation, and construction industries. Uniboard. Redefining wood. I know from experience, I mean, we've, we've worked together quite a while in Surface and Panel Magazine, obviously, uh, you know, mirrors uh, your, um, you know, your, not only your membership base, but uh, the people that your membership serves. And, you know, you, you have a very high quality level of membership and, and it may not include every distributor out there. But the people who are members are of very high quality. So in in your experience, you know, what what is that cut line? You know, what are some of the, the most important added value items that, you know, dis, good distribution brings to the marketplace? Yeah, um, you know, a lot of it has to do with um, customer service, things that they're doing uh, in regards to servicing their customers, their investment in their people, uh, in technology, in their operations, their truck fleets and warehouses and, you know, back office uh, services, their um, their um, online um, activities, um, you know, just their ability to allow customers to, you know, place orders electronically and service them that way um, for their sales reps to be highly trained and have um, you know tools available to them to service the customer. You know it's it's across the gamut. Um, a lot of different distributors, you know, have invested in different uh, areas of kind of innovation and decided kind of where they're going to compete and set themselves apart. And there's plenty of of areas kind of to do that. No no one distributor could 
could be, you know, perfect at all of it. Um, but yeah, we tend to attract the companies that are certainly interested in continuing to evolve, uh, look at new and different practices. Uh, and it's amazing, really. I know every association talks about networking, you know, as part of their value proposition. But when I talk to, you know, prospective distributor members, you know, our networking really does go pretty deep. And so, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta build the relationships first and kind of gain the trust and kind of loyalty of your peer group. Uh, but once you have, you know, the amount of information that our distributors are willing to share with each other, you know, has always amazed me. Uh, they're always hosting fellow members, you know, at their facilities, showing them technology that they have evolved with, show them, showing them new processes and practices that they've deployed. Uh, but a lot of that, you know, starts at our events and they hear about a company doing something. And even though, you know, the world obviously is getting, you know, more complicated and companies are getting larger and uh, a lot of people are competing with each other, um, it still amazes me how much they're willing to share. Uh, but you got to be open to it. You got to put yourself in the right, you know, position to do that. Um, but really, the, the core of our association is distributor executives connecting to share best practices, uh, just insights, uh, trends, you know, hearing what's going on in different parts of the country, getting ready for, you know, potentially those trends hitting their area and figure out how they're going to respond to them, uh, which again, ultimately brings them to how are they going to stay innovative and bring additional value to their customers. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, trends in the world and a lot happening in the world, it's a good segue to, uh, you know, change gears just a little bit. And, uh, you know, because these uh, these podcasts are timeless, it's a good reminder that we're doing this in June of 2020. And uh, just last night, uh, after the kids went to bed, my wife was catching up on things and she started laughing and I said, what's so funny? And she said, you know, I just read this thing that perfectly epitomizes this year so far. And I said, oh, <laughs> what's that? And she she reads to me. So so 2020 started like a warm, freshly baked chocolate chip cookie. And you <laughs> took a bite of it, oatmeal raisin. <laughs> it's turned out to be an interesting year i mean we you know if if we would have been sitting here in january you know we would have been very bullish about uh the year to come um you know the forecast ahead uh you know we've dealt with an unprecedented global pandemic i i don't know why i just refer to that in the past tense because the news would have you believe it's still hot and heavy but uh, now we've moved on to, uh, you know, some some civil and social issues that are equally disruptive. Um, you know, how how is, uh, you know, your view of the industry um, and distribution, especially adjusting to this changing dynamic of, of kind of uncertainty? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the the core advantage of distribution is is carrying inventory at the end of the day and and they provide that buffer to market demand fluctuations so that you know people don't have to go so deep and equally people don't have to leave uh you know sales out in the yard um because they don't have the inventory to supply and i mean that's the you know one of the countless huge advantages of having a great distribution relationship but equally that means 
uh, your members, uh, you know, have to weather a heavier storm in some cases when markets are are a little more fluid like they are now. So, you know, what what do you think about, um, you know, not getting into social issues or pandemic issues specifically, but just what do you think about the market volatility and, you know, kind of the year ahead? And, and you know, do you think this is going to change the way we do business? Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly been an uh, extremely interesting year so far, and we're only halfway through, so <laughs> who knows what's yet to come. But uh, like a lot of businesses, our distributor members, you know, we're talking about record Q1, um, you know, sales. Everything was humming along and doing really well. Uh, and then, you know, kind of came crashing down in, uh, you know, early March. Um I will tell you, you know, and this is where trade associations really, you know, shine because I don't think you'd want to be a distributor out there trying to navigate this on your own. Um, and your your network, um, you know, certainly comes into play and your partners, you know, both your manufacturer partners and your customers um, and your fellow, um, you know, peer group uh, within the trade association, certainly, um you know, it's a great valuable resource during kind of challenging, unpredictable times that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, we've had a number of uh, virtual town hall uh, meetings with our members. Uh, we've had all of our board meetings, committee meetings virtually. So we've been touching base with our members throughout this and, and assessing, you know, how their businesses are doing and what their perceptions are uh, for the rest of the year. Um, positive thing is, you know, the vast majority of our members indicated that uh, initially, you know, they thought the shutdown and the impact on their business was actually going to be worse than it has played out to be. Not that it's been, um, you know, great by any means, but um, there's been great, you know, significant regional variations, um, you know, throughout the country, you know, based on um, how their customers are doing and whether their customers were open, you know, during the last three months. And so that, that impacts different companies, different ways. It depends on what markets they serve. Um, you know, some markets actually, you know, um, you know, healthcare and things like that, actually, you know, we're, we're seeing some, some good business going on. Um, so, um, again, it, it all depends, but things are starting to come back. Um, we certainly have a lot of members uh, that, you know, are moving faster than other places, uh, but everything is showing signs of, um, you know, coming back. And um, I think a, a good number of our members indicated they had a pretty decent May, uh, in some cases, again, better than expected. Um, of course, no one knows what, what's ahead here, uh, but things do seem to be getting on track. Um, barring any kind of brand new, you know, dynamic coming into play, um, you know, we're expecting, and most of our distributors are expecting to see their businesses continue to increase in the coming months. Um, and, um, you know, we're, we're just optimistic about that. Uh, within the association, we're staying optimistic. Our annual convention is in November. Uh, we're still a go. Our members have been indicating, you know, a desire to connect with each other in person, you know, later this year. So we are we're hopeful and optimistic that we're going to be able to do that. Fantastic. 
Well, uh, I, I appreciate the time, Kevin, um, and uh, and certainly the perspective. It's uh, extremely valuable, as, as you said, within your own association. Um, you know that networking, um, that sharing of information and perspective, I think is is highly valuable at all times, but especially times like this. Uh, that's why uh, you know we we take our job so seriously at Surface and Panel in uh, being proactive and reaching out to the industry and trying to get that intel to help everybody make good business decisions. So uh, I appreciate the time and perspective. Uh, any closing thoughts or uh, plugs you want to throw in there? Yeah, I would just say, uh, obviously, just like a lot of organizations, we have spent a lot of time and shift our focus to um, activities that do not involve in-person events. Um, and that's really where our strength is as well, because we provide our members with a lot of content, a lot of benchmarking data, a lot of research, um, you know, beyond our, our networking offerings. We also provide them with a lot of education. And obviously, a lot of that education has been delivered um, virtually. And so we have a very robust kind of webinar series and, uh, and online programs. And um, our members have taken advantage of that more than ever, just because they've had more time and focus. Uh, but that does round out kind of our value proposition. So when live events come back, uh, I know our, our members are going to be hungry for it. But uh, when, whenever that ends up being, we have a lot of value and uh, content information that helps distributors continue to kind of navigate uh, these times regardless. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, listen, thank you again uh, for all the time. Thanks for everything that your association and you do for the industry. And uh, is, uh, is there somewhere uh, listeners can go to uh, to get more information? Sure. Uh, NBMDA.org, uh, our website, has all the information about uh, all, the, all the value that we provide distributors and manufacturers, uh, as well as all of our different programs, services, and events. That's awesome. All right, Kevin, thank you so much. Take care of yourself and your members. And uh, no doubt we'll bump into you uh, either virtually or at a physical event soon. Look forward to it. Thanks, Patrick. All right, take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast was created by Surface and Panel, uniting materials, technology, and design. See you again soon.